Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to the Roots After Show, where we will cover episodes one and two. Join us for more. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Wow. Wow. Welcome, AfterBuzzers. You're watching the Roots After Show. What an incredible uh, two episodes we've had of the Roots series so far. My name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. I'm joined here with my two lovely co-hosts. What's going on, everybody? And shout out to Kendrick Lamar for this King Kunta yeah. song. He knew what was coming. It's your girl, McCall Hall. You can find me on social media when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall. I'm Erica J. Green. You can find me on all social media as Erica J. A. Y. E. Green. Wow. So, yeah, let's just dive right into it. Um, let's get into it. First of all, had any of you seen the original Roots? Yes. It had been years. The yes. Roots Queen Guy has been years, but, oh, yes. See, I hadn't seen the original Roots. I knew some of the iconic scenes, LeVar Burton, and, you know, I knew all of that. So I really have to see came it. to this with fresh eyes. Okay. Um, what was your kind of impression of it just off the bat, having seen it and having seen it, I guess, some time ago? Well, you know, it's it's all about timing, right? So when yeah. I first saw it, I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, while it was difficult, I, I don't think I was able to mm-hmm. process it the way I was able to process it today. Definitely. You yeah. know, I'm an adult now. I was probably 10 or 12 when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember anything really resonating with me when I initially saw it, because it must have been, like, when I was in grade school. But mm-hmm. those images are so powerful, even yeah. back in the day to today. No matter what type of cinematography that they add to it, it's still yeah. just impactful. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that's what they were going for. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I love this new version, because something LeVar Burton said, you know, kind of why he was on board with it, mm-hmm. was because people had seen the old one, and it just felt out of date in terms of the way it looked. So it yeah. wasn't really resonating with this. This generation, yeah, and so I love that this is an updated look at you know what really took place. Yeah, yeah. and shout out to Lavar Burton for you know executive producing this one yeah. and being very hands on. Did you it. see the cameo? He had a little cameo. I, I forget what scene it was. I was like, eh, that was him. <laughs> That's he was. I, I saw yeah. some familiar faces. Yeah, yeah. he co-signed. I like that. Yeah. He went hard. And isn't it. the um the guy I can't think of his name Kirby? Um, he, pl- he Malachi Kirby too mm-hmm. on their oh, show. Yeah. So that's great that everyone who's has their hands on it are hands are on literally it with yeah. this type of project. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the premiere brought in 5.3 million viewers, which yes. is great. Yes. It, yes. I think it's the That's highest the, miniseries on the History Channel in the past yeah. like three years. Yeah, like it's that. good to get that kind of numbers, especially in this age of social media where you get all your entertainment from Instagram mm-hmm. and this and that. Well, they knew what they were doing. You know, this yeah. was like one of the, the biggest, the I think, biggest watched shows. Yeah, the 140 finale yeah. Yeah. on ABC. That's crazy. I'm like, oh, ABC. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Never this day and age on ABC, but so um, I don't know. For me, that first episode. You know, you know about slavery. We all obviously have our feelings about it. But I was really struck by watching people go from free to slave. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I think about slavery, I think of slaves who then became free. But you forget there were a generation of people who were born free. So to them, to be in slavery was just so, so foreign. They couldn't, they couldn't fathom yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I wonder, I think that's where kind of maybe uh, Kunta gets his fighting spirit because he was a born a free man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know why that's surprising to the capturers. Why are yeah. you surprised that we're going to be defiant? I'm saying we. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> they're going to, I have to we. stop myself <laughs> that they're going to be so defiant when you're taking them. That's like taking me out of my classes and being like, we're, you're going to go, I had a dream about that too, guys. I'll tell y'all <laughs> you, later. You had a dream about it? Yes, a crazy dream oh, no. in, in college. <laughs> that's a nightmare. That. And, that, and that's crazy how that can still even affect us to 
today, we don't know anything about that. Us, we yeah. know that our ancestors were, you know, played a major part in helping us be where we are today. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. crazy how these images are ingrained literally in our head. And for me to have like a crazy dream like that, which you know, was yeah. like, oh, that could never happen. But again. it's part yeah. of that cultural history. It happened. Yeah, it's in almost like in that cultural DNA where you know it's a possibility. It yeah. feels that way, right? And and you know, Kunta Kinte. Not only was he free, but he was a warrior. He he mm. was beyond free. Yeah. You know what I mean? For for his culture back in Africa, he was at he the was, top of his was, tribe. He was yeah. at the top of his tribe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that's beyond being free. Yeah, and I, I think that's where I mean, obviously as a warrior, that's where he gets his fighting spirit. So I I love that episode one really laid down for you the way he kind of was brought up to always fight, to yeah. not accept, you know, defeat. Because, you know, by episode two, I'm thinking, man, he just won't stop. He's always yeah. looking for a yeah. way out. Yeah. But that's just who he is. And also, I like how they also show that the slaves weren't dumb animals, you know, just yeah. just property that you can just walk over, you know, not think nothing of. They were educated. We had our religions. We had our beliefs. And mm -hmm. oh, I keep saying our. <laughs> no, because yeah. well, you it's almost impossible to watch exactly. this show so, and, and be of African descent and not, not take on that, that connection and identity. I mean, my fist was in the air the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I was fighting back tears. Literally, I was like, I don't want to cry, just, but don't watch this show if you're wearing makeup because <laughs> I mean, I was fighting it yeah. back. I was like, man, it's still, I I mean, it still hits you right there, but yeah. Yeah, there was that, that, that boat ride over from Africa to here where you really see them in the chains, in the galleys. That was like, you really got it. Like, this was going to be a new life for them. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I, how do you guys think it might have been for them to just relate to that, a new life? It's just you have to separate. You're not going to see your parents again. You're not going to see anything. Yeah, I think change is hard for anyone. Yeah. But like to go to such an extreme change, Yeah. you know, where your life... One thing that really just keeps with me when I think about th those days is like not ever knowing when you're gonna die. You know, yeah. like yeah. this is this is not oh I'm going to Disneyland for a day and I'm just gonna have an adventure. No, every day is waking up and not knowing when you are going to die. Closing your eyes and not knowing someone can just come in here and slit my throat because they and, can. And not even not knowing when you're gonna die, but not having a real uh, ability to appreciate the day you were born. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what the hell is a birthday? Yeah. Or, or your family, because what I was struck by, so you get Kunti, he's coming over on the ship, mm -hmm. and so he's leaving his family for good. Yeah. And then he has a child, and now she has this child by by the end of episode two. It's just this vicious cycle. Yeah. And then you find out that his wife had a, a previous family, too. Yeah. And I was just struck by the loss of family mm. for, for, the, the, for the slaves. <sighs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get into it. I mean, it makes me angry, but the one thing I want to go back to about the, the scene where they're on the ship, yeah. it's not like they were sitting on a carnival cruise line yeah. with, you know, warm towels. They, they are literally wearing nothing in terrible conditions. It's change. It's absolutely insane and chaotic. Yeah. I mean, the, your mind can't even begin to process what's going on at that yeah. point. And that's what struck me about that whole scene was the brutality of it was... I, I understood the slavery and I understood the economic thing, but I didn't understand why they couldn't treat, treat them, them with, with a level, yeah, with a level of humanity. Because they know? knew, they yeah. knew, because because it's human nature. Yeah. I'm involved in something that's uncomfortable, and I have the physical uh, ability to revolt, mm -hmm. to leave the situation if I want to. Those white masters, they understood that. Yeah. So you got to keep them in check somehow. Exactly, and not only that, it's just like it. 
how people treat animals sometimes when people are, are brutal to animals. It's like if that's all you see that pers a person as is an animal, why treat them any more? You yeah. know, such why treat them like they're a human being when you you've made you've put it in your head that this is an animal, it's property, yeah. so yeah. I can treat it in any type of way. Which I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, how it, you see another human being just because the color of their skin, you're like. Well, I'm going to treat you less than. Well, you know, it's such a learned behavior. I think we saw it a little bit with episode two with Missy, where M Missy, especially as a little girl, thinks she's being so kind to Kizzy. Oh, I'm giving <laughs> you my dress. I spilled something on it. I can't have it. So here yeah. you go. But it was that it was a childlike innocence, but also you see her learning that, oh, here's this person who might feel equal to me, but she is definitely lesser than. But going back just a little bit, Slavery was going on in Africa. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we see this a little bit. With the uh, warring that, tribes. Yeah. And, yeah. But mm -hmm. it, what what makes it so terrible is the fact that when it came here, it became based on color. Yeah. You know? And, and that's what that's just what breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, was, slavery is wrong regardless. Yeah. But bringing them over But there here, was almost some sort of equitability to yeah. it when it wasn't just about color. It might have been about warring tribal factions or this. Yeah. Or, yeah. <sighs> I'm and so trying to compose myself. I guess yeah. this was difficult. I, I, I haven't been this rattled by a piece of cinematic art in a long time. Yeah. Mm. And I think I think a lot of part a big part of it is the acting's so good, so you get mm -hmm. so invested in the mm -hmm. characters. Like Forrest Whitaker playing the fiddler, which was such a brilliant acting job from him. I I just loved how he tried to embrace Kunta and here he was and they almost introduced him like sort of an Uncle Tom character at first mm -hmm, where yeah. it seemed like he'd really decided to placate the the white guy and just do whatever he said mm -hmm. but then you saw him he had a defiance to himself and he wanted to see Kunta escape and he tried mm -hmm. to help Kunta escape. He he understood um, about about creating like a revolution yeah. you know it seemed like the filler was very battle tested he mm -hmm. probably in his younger years, tried to rebel. And he, Filler had to figure out how to outsmart them at yeah. their own game. Strategic, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, and I think of my mind frame, what mind frame I would have been in. And it would have calculated like at the end of the um, second episode how he just ran out of the barn. And I was like, yeah. I kept thinking, what, what, you know, what was your motivation? You have this girl that you care about, Kenzie, and stuff yeah. like that. So what in your head made you think this was a good plan? And yeah. the Filler, it seems like he had like a strategic plan. Like, let me help these young kids out. Like, yeah. older dudes do these days. Because Filler said... Mm -hmm. I may never be free. Yeah. He he understood it and he accepted the fact I may yeah. never get out of here. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna do my damnedest to make sure that you guys can at least have a fighting chance. Exactly. And that's what I liked well, what I liked and almost didn't like about episode two. So they were really good about giving you that sense of urgency. Like these people are trying to escape and escape now because shit's going down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I, I love it because it was like every moment Kunta had, he was like looking for a way out. <laughs> But then it was, they would jump time, so mm -hmm. six years would pass. And I kept thinking, what happened during the six years? Like, yeah. Was he just hanging out or was he trying Chilling. to escape? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love the story. It's so rich that you just want to see more and more and more of it. Yeah. It's it's incredible to me, um, you know, the fact that Kunta, and we're going to say Kunta Kente. On this show, he is Kunta Kente. I'm, <laughs> I'm not calling you him Toby. You rejected Toby. I'm rejecting Toby. Yeah. I'm not calling that man Toby on this show. Yeah. He is Kunta Kente. Yeah. Damn it. All right? But it, it's so incredible to me. You say over these years, he always believed that he could get away. Yes. Yeah. He just he could not buy into the fact that I am now enslaved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He couldn't. He couldn't. I think if he let that go, he would have lost himself. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he let go of the fact that I will be free one day, what else do you have to hold on to? But I wonder, yeah. but just thinking about it, and I, I mean, this was never addressed in, in the show, but I wonder how long it took to basically break a slave's 
mental um, willpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Kunta Kente, I mean, he's strong. And he never broke mentally. Yeah. But do were the slaves, you know, susceptible to three months being there, and they're like, okay, this is what it's going to be. I mean, well, I wonder it, how long that process took. Well, it looked like he was the exception, you know, that, and I think part of it was that he had been born free and he had been raised a warrior, you know. Mm-hmm. But do they ever really? I, I think in my head, do. Did they ever really get broken, or did they just accept it? Well, like yeah. this is yeah. my life. You know, in my head, you, I would love to be free. I would love yeah. to get out, just start running off this plantation and get away. But this is what it is, and I don't want to die. It's either death, yeah, or, or yeah. this. Well, well, I think I forget the overseer. The I, I forget the overseer, but the first overseer says to him, "You you don't make a slave. You don't break a slave. You make a slave." Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was. It was about making these slaves, like making that mentality and building that mentality for them. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it was just so sad and disheartening to see. And then, but I, we got a little comeuppance in episode two, where yeah. Kunta gets back at that that overseer. You know, it was incredible to me seeing all of those lashings on his body. Yeah. Every time yeah. they showed his body, you know, bare, all those lashings, and they said, you know, I have tattoos. I'm like. Mm. Why the hell do we put ourselves through that? Yeah. Knowing that our ancestors had to wear those scars. You know what I mean? And, I, I mean, don't know how... I, I think it's, it's I like, almost regret tattoos yeah, now. Yeah, well, I that. think it's a reminder because um, I don't know if y'all watch Underground, but I think he had tattooed those flesh wounds on his back as a reminder wow. of what what we're going through and what yeah. we, we need to get away from. And this guy yeah. was a constant runner. <laughs> so I think it's like a constant reminder to some people. And I, that's what tattoos do too, right? Yeah. They yeah. remind people of memories. And there. we have to talk about the iconic scene where he does um, break him in terms of saying Toby is his name. What did you guys think of that scene? Do you think it still has the mm. same impact? Because mm. I, I, I was impacted by it, but at the same time I've seen so much goriness just with movies and television. Do you think it still has the same impact it had in 1977? Were you yeah. impacted by 12 Years a Slave when Lupita's character got, got beat? <laughs> yeah. I'll, yes. I'll be honest. Um, I couldn't watch 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. I couldn't watch it. Hmm. It's, it's a difficult watch. I mean, yeah. just like the show. But yeah, it's always going to be impactful. It's, it's like you knowing something and then putting that visual to what you know. Yeah. It's powerful, and you can't get away from that. I mean, even if we if they didn't show this on TV, I know I saw an article where Snoop Dogg is mad because they they made another slave TV show. Okay, well we need to see this. There's plenty yeah. of TV shows about the the colonels and all everything yeah. else where they have no black people. Like, yeah. To say it, no black people in the, any of the cast, like we weren't even alive. Yeah, Just keep showing these stories because our younger generations don't. And know. it's history, and I think that was the point. It is history. Yeah, that exactly. was the point. Is bringing this to a new generation. It's history because we are living in. In a, a current time in our American society mm. where we are essentially seeing the same treatment um, of people who look like these slaves by those who were owning slaves. Mm. Um, you know, I think that people would understand better if they were to really sit down and watch this and dissect this. And I think that's why they fought so hard to get it on air, because I think behaviors should and would change if people really took the time to watch this show. Exactly. Because this is going on. I I don't know if they would change. Because it's not like something that people don't know went on. I don't think people know. I don't think people know. I don't think think we'd have rap music if people knew the kind of shit that we had to go through. (laughs) I'm being honest. Like, I love Snoop. I love Snoop. (laughs) But if, if these young kids really knew... You know yeah. what that that style of music was even bred from. But yeah, I I, I would defend rap music in, in that sense that it is it's storytelling, and I think it 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 but comes in the derived. The stories that yeah. they're telling. Well, yeah, the stories that they're telling are different. Yes. Yeah, but the actual genre I would say is derived from the telling of these stories yeah. and 
a, a reflection of life. So because that's how slaves yeah. communicate, and of course, storytelling and music. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. Okay, so we we gotta go through this like st- step by step because <laughs> you can literally get so convoluted with breaking down this show. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to jump ahead or anything, but there are so many um, synergies and similarities that you know you see today in 2016 mm-hmm. to then, and it's just crazy. It's it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Well, what I thought was just the saddest part was just episode two. I just thought the whole Missy Kizzy friendship was one of the saddest things I saw because. It was almost things you see today where it's sort of that ignorant racism. Yeah. You know, uh, where <laughs> exactly. She, this was her friend, but she had a, a line that was marked that you were just lesser than I am. And it happens so often. And to her, there was no difference. Like, she thought she was treating this girl amazing, you know? <laughs> you know what it told me? Mm-hmm. It told me that racism is taught. Oh, yeah. Because you're not oh, born definitely. racist. Because yeah. this child, you know, was brought into this world without any... Corruption without yeah. her mind being adulterated by circumstances. This little white girl, she had to be conditioned to start treating that young black girl like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But and she, but she always viewed her as her property. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, even to the very end where she was like, "I was gonna let you have Mama buy you, and we were gonna, you know." <laughs> yeah, it all sounds so simple. Yeah. You know, for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what was one of the most jarring scenes for me was the the pregnant slave. When she dies, and he goes to the the guy, the other overseer, he says, "Oh, she's coming out of your wages," and it was just like that yeah, moment just of property, nothing just but property. property. I just broke a chair; it's coming out your wages. Yeah. Just killed a slave; yeah. it's coming out your wages. So let's 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 get into um, Kunta Kente losing his foot. Well, you know, part of his foot. That Can was, we so not that was, go back? We said yeah, we're that, not gonna bring it up. Yeah, that was the the, was the second most jarring scene. Actually, that was wor- that was harder to watch, I think, than than the 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 whipping earlier in episode mm. one, because his feet were his life. He was always so, running away. You know, that scene. First of all. Uh, was there any disclaimer like when the show started? Like there was some <laughs> oh, really yeah, 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 yeah. There's I don't a, recall seeing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I really don't. Re- and I yeah. should know. I mean, hell, it's roots. I mean, we've seen yeah. it. We know yeah. what's coming. Shit. But at the same time, like I was not ready yeah. for the level of mm. graphicness that was in, was involved with these scenes. Um, but seeing Kunta Kinte lose his foot. First of all, we're such weenies. Yeah. We're weenies. We're wincing at the at the at the thought, just looking at him. Before he they even cut it, yeah, you were turned away. Yeah, before they even cut it, I'm down. You know, I'm just like, you know, you ain't no real warrior. I'm yeah. sitting here trying to defend my own blackness to myself. Like, you know, how, how you gonna say you come from these people and you can't even watch this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they had to live it. This this was a real heart check. This yeah. this show is a heart check yeah. if you are of African descent, yeah. for real. But that scene for me. That was really tough. Yeah, and I hadn't and I hadn't seen the original, so I didn't know it was coming because it, it felt like he was free because he was fighting for the British and he had the whole thing that you know marked that he was a free slave essentially. Yeah. And yeah, I just didn't see it coming. I, just it really pains me how the extent that they would go through to just take away the hope, yeah. cutting off his his foot. Yeah. So he couldn't run because you knew that was his hope. Splitting them up from their families mm-hmm. just to take away the hope. It's just like the extent that they went to through. I'm just like I'm seeing dogs get treated better in this day and age than what we were just watching and, and I, how they treated slaves. And, and I think I think part of that was I found myself at a few the few moments where the slaves seemed happy and kind of hanging out. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, they're having some normalcy. 
And I think that's probably mm. what goes through your head if you're <laughs> living in that normal. environment is that you find your comfort zone. And I think that was the scary part is that because mm. if I'm a slave, I'm going to be fine. But eventually you find your comfort zone. You know what pissed me off? So I'm, I'm going to get really ignorant, okay, during these after Like I'm not... Piss yeah. me off. You know what pissed me off? Yeah. The fact that they didn't cut off his whole foot. Because if they cut off his whole foot, think about, mm. would he really be able to do anything if they cut off his whole no, foot? Well, no, but they still wanted property. They, they, they had their... So work. it was all strategic. You know, yes. That's what made me so mad. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to do just enough to damage your soul and your ego and your pride. But you're still gonna get your ass to work. Yeah, yes. and and I think that's that. Like, what would have happened if they'd had no monetary value, or they had no perceived mm. monetary value? Like, how much worse would they have treated these people? You know. So mm. it was definitely well, tough. Um, so I love the whole love scene, or not love scene, but love story of uh, Kunta and Bell. It's like the yeah. one kind of bright spot you can kind of maybe get lost in. You yeah. know, as you're watching I see, this. Yeah. I mean, you know. They say uh, for every strong man, there's a strong woman. And yeah. I think the the love between Bell and Kunta Kinte is, is a true testament of that because his everything about him was damaged. Yeah. Physically, emotionally, she nursed him back to health mm-hmm. inside and out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for him, he, he was told back in Africa that what are the three things you need? And like, oh, yeah, the fir- yeah, first thing, number one, is family, family. to get married. You've got to have yeah. family, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and, and she was an extension of that that teaching. And she didn't even realize that's what yeah. the man had been taught. Yeah. She was just doing what a woman is naturally doing, nurturing. Yeah. You know what I mean? She knew what she was doing, nurturing. Yeah. Back, right back to the <laughs> ring. She was like, I will be your wife. Yes. I'm ready. Belle is the epitome of being selfless. Yeah. yeah. She's the epitome of being selfless. And I love the whole jumping the broom scene because, you know, they alluded to the fact that it might not have been like an African thing, which I'd always thought jumping the broom was. So I did a little research and that it really arose out of that slave culture because they weren't allowed to get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they that was the only way to publicly signify that, hey, we're, we're an official union. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting that the show um, touches up on how there's the the African tradition in a way, and then there's the your your African Americans. Yeah. Because that's still something that we kind of deal with in this that's day and age. Yeah. That how yeah. this one culture, even though we look the same, we yeah. have the same skin color, where our cultures are so different because yeah. you know this is how we did things over here, and this is how y'all are doing we, things. And we here. were forced to do things over yeah, here. And yeah. And we kind of were forced back then to come together and yeah. be like, hey, this ain't no you and us. This is us and them. Yeah. And I, th- and I like that from the episode one where they had the warring tribes and Kunta says, hey, we're in this together now. Yes. Like, we, we have to. <laughs> yeah. We still are trying to learn that in this yeah. day and age. <laughs> it seems like it. There, there are a lot of similarities to present day, mm. you know, a lot. in yeah. the past. You can see there are certain areas where we haven't made a lot of progress. Yeah. And oh. it's been hundreds of years. Ask, ask the children who Harriet Tubman is. That's That was the, my hero growing up. Yeah. This day and age, it's, it's Amber Rose. I yeah. mean, they don't... Th- this show is... That's how important these type of shows are. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. You ask them anything about our culture yeah. or they're, they don't they're know. They're going to have to find... I mean, because this, this is really graphic... Yeah. I don't know if if a middle schooler could handle it, or maybe maybe make an edited school version. That but they're going to have to start yeah. incorporating this back into the American school system. They yeah. really are. Yeah. But uh, see, the thing is, they don't need to make I, an edited version. They need to show that 
how it really is so people really take it all in and see so, what it really is. Right. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I'm you know, these nightmares. So, there are so, sensitive parents out there. Yeah. It's, the, it's the sensitive parents that I think would, would you know, be we'll all up in arms. But they, it needs to be incorporated back into the American school system. It I really agree. does. Agreed. In some way or form. I'm yeah. not saying to have the I say yeah. show them yeah. yeah. everything. Yeah. I say show them everything, but I just know. Sign a waiver before you go to school that day. Everybody watch it. Not just little kids that look like us all, yeah. everyone yeah. everybody needs to watch it. I mean but like I was saying we're coming off of the day after a gorilla being shot in a zoo um, and people are all up in arms and a child <laughs> yeah. almost lost his life yeah. you know so a black child almost lost his life and everybody's mad about it but um, no you're you're totally right Hopefully, we can get a petition going and get Roots back into the American public school system. <laughs> <laughs> you know, agree. they're calling this I agree. Roots yeah. the um, <laughs> Black Lives Matter era. This was made for the Black Lives um, Matter era. Yeah. They're uh, saying I mean, that this was specifically... Hell, we keep getting shot. Well, well, well I, think it, I think it is sort of a reminder that you know, things have uh, things have changed. We have to say that much. Yeah. So things have come <laughs> a far, far away. <laughs> yes. But are there different threads and elements that, might, that were running then that are still running today? It's I all th- institutionalized. Yeah, now, yeah. everything is institutionalized now. Racism hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. It's just institutionalized. And I think I think one of the things this highlights, this series, is cycles. It's a cycle of everything happening over. People getting pulled from their parents, you know, families being broken apart. And we saw that whole scene in episode two. It was so emblematic of what happened in episode one where he's training, Kunta is training uh, Kizzy mm-hmm. because... He's I cannot protect you, so I need to make sure that you can at least protect yourself. Which yeah. was so powerful. Yeah. Which is so powerful. To show a father sitting here teaching his daughter to protect. Don't wait for a man to come and yeah. protect you. Protect yourself. Because, I mean, even when they go on a run, you know, he's not going to be able to hold her hand. Like, I thought he was going to protect yeah. the guy with the yeah. patch on. I'm like, you said oh, you're going to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Carl, look, Carlton has been soft since slavery. Like, it's so funny that Carlton on Fresh Prince yeah. was kind of soft, and then Carlton and Roos was kind of... That really, that he touched you, Carlton. <laughs> Carlton, cut, rest in peace, Carlton. But, um, you know, what I what really, I'm not going to say hit home, but it was very powerful for me, yeah. was when Kunta Kente told Kizzy, um, you know, if somebody tries to rape you, mm. you're going to have to be prepared to kill him, but also know that you're mortality is in the balance right yeah, you yeah. know right behind because i think that was something i kept seeing it from kunta because he wasn't smart he was, he was always running and i'm just like you could die right now wait till this moment or that moment or that moment and he was just so you know down for freedom and he wanted it so badly he always didn't he didn't always wait to the right moments mm-hmm. and i think he really wanted to impart that to her is that your life is always in the balance, especially if you decide to try to strike back. Well, I mean, she came into the world with her life in the balance. I mean, we yeah. got to go back to the scene where Kunta Kente and Fiddler go out into the woods, and all they're trying to do is name this child, oh and God. they're approached by, you know, these, these white men. That Fiddler was... has to lose his life. And in that Over moment, in that moment, I saw a lot of growth from Kunta Kente because... He wanted to fight. He wanted to drop the baby. He didn't know what to do. Everything his, in his warrior being was like, I got to do this. Uh-huh. But then he's got the future of his bloodline in his hands, and he's mm-hmm. got to make a decision based on getting her to a point of independence. Mm-hmm. Like, he had to grow in the matter of 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that was a that was a crazy scene for me. And that was double growth, because that was growth from Fiddler. Because Fiddler was the kind of guy that was like, I'm not a fighter. I'm not going to fight. You know, I'll do what I can to help you. Yeah. But here was this moment where he said, 
this is worth more than my life. Yeah. And he took Phillip's his Because Philip's had years. Yeah. He's had years. He didn't play all the songs he could play. Yeah. He sees his child with a father who loves her. And he stepped up and said, this is my time to make my sacrifice. And that well, was just... Yeah, I, I, Philip was very wise, and he realized that the only way that they were going to make it out of this was to stick together. Yeah. And everybody's not going to make it. Yeah. But if we come together in some type of way, form, some of us going to get out of here and... We have history. You know what I love about this scene, though? Fiddler did, he went out the way Kunta Kente taught him. Yeah. Right? Because, mm. you know, Fiddler was always saying, your name is Toby. Yeah. If these white <laughs> folks call you Toby, <laughs> just yeah. respond to Toby. And Kunta Kente's like, no, yeah. my name is Kunta Kente. Before Fiddler left this earth, he said, my name is George. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got. He got. His, I love that. He got his, that was a great his, thing. His yeah. inner Kuna Kunta Kinte. It's not Phil. Yeah. My name By is not Phil. And I love how his name was George. <laughs> <laughs> he had always been. He was born to slavery. It was, he was born to slavery. So he yes, he was born with an American name. But damn it, his name was mm. George. So before you take my life, know who you're killing. Exactly. You're killing George. That was that was powerful. I don't think people understood the power of that scene. I think he realized the power of the name when he when he saw. Kunta not letting go the power of his name because he yeah. told he tells Kunta, go by Toby, but Kunta's still inside. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, and so I I just loved just the way they kind of weave that narrative together. Yeah, through both episodes. So towards the end of episode two, uh, things don't go so well for it. Yeah, it, it, the the minute you start to get comfortable with stuff, okay, there you know there's some sort of nuclear family. They start and, feeling. Normal, yeah. you know, everything starts feeling normal for them. They have a family. They have a place to live. She's, She's making friends, friends with the you know, yeah. Bella's cooking yeah. food, and they're sitting down at a table like a yeah. family and eating together. And she's and she's learned to read, and that she can teach others. And it, it almost seemed too good to be true, which I guess we should have seen some bad stuff. I mean, coming. You, wait, they had their eye on it. They saw that, that her being friends with the the slave the slave master's daughter wasn't going to end well. They kept yeah. on saying, "Well, Kenzie, uh, yeah. well, uh, uh, but you know, there's only so much." Yeah. they Kunta Kente was always trying to keep a, a nice um, boundary when it came to Kizzy and, and the young white girl, mm-hmm. you know, in, in their relationship. Because he, he knew, like, I want her to... Kizzy and it, Missy. Kizzy and Missy. That's, that's, Missy. Sorry. And I'm not trying to be offensive, okay? Look, we have been watching this show. I'm not trying to be offensive when I say white girl, okay? I'm just saying she's a white girl. But you could see that Kunta Kente was trying to, you know, create a little bit of a boundary yeah. so she never got too comfortable. But it, but that it was that boundary didn't exist and really couldn't exist because at the end of the day she was Missy's property. So when Missy wanted to hang out and she said come on, you know. I thought it was crazy that they ran into the um to the what did you call them Aboli- abolitionists? Yeah, the mm-hmm. Christian group. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Christian group. Yeah. Um, they at least showed you that there were some people who were white they're that gonna were not They're going to come back into yeah. play though. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to come back into play. Yeah. And so uh so yeah, how did you guys feel about that whole scene with uh, Kizzy getting taken away and Missy almost turning her back on Kizzy? It is. She didn't shock me. Yeah. It didn't shock exactly. me. I, said, I mean, wh- what did you expect her to do? At the end of the day, no matter how innocent Missy came into the world, yeah. she's still around a business of slavery that's based off of race. Mm-hmm. She's not going to turn her back on her father, on the business. I mean, hell, that's just that's just human nature. I'm not going to turn my back on the money. It didn't shock me at all. Yeah. I thought she'd say. I thought she would say worse things than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was. It, and it also showed you in that scene when Kunta says, "I'm going to tell your brother essentially that you're cheating with his wife." He said, "Anyone's going to believe your yeah, word?" Say, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but what was funny to me was was Massa yeah. was so bold. He was like, 
before Kunta could even get it out, he said, about my brother and, and his <laughs> wife. You, I'm, I'm, he was saying it loud. Yeah, yeah he, loud he was like, hell, I'll say it. I'm not gonna, he, basically what he said, I'm not going to let some black slave expose me. I can expose yeah. myself. Yeah. And he tried and to appeal to him, like, you have a daughter, too. Yeah. Kunta said, you have a daughter, too. And I just don't understand why they couldn't feel for them on that level. Because it's business. Like, this is like, these, because these, white, these white masters had got to a point where they were desensitized. And this was the, and he was the nice one. So it was yeah. regardless That's of how close they the were. The nice one. They, yeah, they were still property. They were just not humans. <laughs> which, so. is, which is scary, because you think that, oh, he's the nice one. Yeah. But at a moment's notice... It yeah. all goes back to, you You're know You're still what? property. Because you get fooled into thinking that he's allowing this close relationship with Missy because he's starting to value Kizzy as a person. No, he values Kizzy as Missy's property. Yeah. And so it's just like Missy taking off, taking her most prized, you know, security blanket, you know, wherever she goes. That's her property. I'm going to take care of that property. I mean, hell, Massa even wished Kizzy a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice white Massa. Wish her yeah, happy yeah, birthday. It's like, I'm going to breed you yeah. like and a then horse. The, and then the very next yeah. scene, he's talking about preparing her to give birth to a child and, and says breed her. Yeah. Not, I'm going to find a nice young man for you. I was, I'm going to breed you. I was to, done after that. I was like. That made me sick to my stomach. And to see, you know, to see what happens to Kizzy, the rape, and then the subsequent child. So you had said something about, because there was that one scene where she goes in the water and I'm thinking, I, it looks like they were saying she was about to kill the child. That's what it looked that like, wasn't right? Un, that's not uncommon back in the slave days that people, a lot of women people kill would kill Yeah, because they didn't want their kid well, to grow what? up in Hell, that. Exactly. Why would you want your baby to have to deal with that? But wait, are we going to talk about the young, curly-haired, Oh, uh, no? Drake-looking young man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shout out to Drizzy with the cameo of Roots. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, I, he I, did I, not look like Drake. He kind of threw it off with he, the, the curls in the front. First of all, whose child was he? Because he he, he he was not born to two black slaves. Well, I I think it, he may he may have been the master the master's son. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't was a he? common either. Yeah, because the way he yelled. I for, never figured that part out. Because he yelled for Noah as if that's my son, but not. But he still claim him. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. He yeah. gonna claim him like he was yeah. full white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, no, that's my seed, but you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was just that. Mean, that was a tragedy for Kizzy. Yeah, that was. And, you know, they were starting to connect. Like I yeah. was really rooting for uh, Kizzy and Noah to, if if they were to consummate, if you will. Okay, yeah. let's let's be politically correct. Yeah. If they were to consummate their union and you know have a baby, at least it was kind of on their terms. They read to get. They had a. A, a semblance of a, a budding relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then she tried to lose her man like that. I mean, that that hurt. And yeah. then, you know how many times I fell in love with a little curly head boy? <laughs> At least I got to break up with him. Kizzy had to... Uh-huh. This, this series makes me so mad. Like, I'm not going to be able to go to work. <laughs> you take a break? Take a little 24 hours? I'm not going to be able to work. Um, I read a great quote by Anika Rose. I was, because there were so many different arguments sides of, oh, why, why is there another um, slave show, man? Why is this, blah, blah, blah. Because you know? we're still slaves, yeah. girl. Yeah. We're out here. We're still slaves. Kanye said yeah. it. We're just the new <laughs> slaves, and girl. And what Ms. Rose said was, with regard to black people, I think they are tired of seeing themselves enchained and um, tied down. We are. Those depictions are one-sided, designed to humiliate. Time to move past shame, embarrassment, guilt and anybody who survived slavery did so with a fortitude of superhero proportions i thought that was such an amazing statement that she said just to like combat what naysayers are saying against showing this type of things i think it needs to be seen you know how how we were in there just just 
we were cringing and it was it brought so many emotions out and there's not a lot of TV doing that right yeah. now. Yeah, and as shocked as I was by the atrocity, I was still very I my feeling was a sense of pride that these people weren't yes. giving up and they were living and being resilient. Yeah. And Kunta's still trying to escape and Kizzy's learning and she's strong. So. And it humanizes and that's what we need. It yeah. humanizes the slaves. They weren't just slaves. You know, some yeah. people just oh that another slave show. No, these were yeah. human beings going through a very extremely difficult time. Anything we think that we're going through right now that's difficult, oh yeah. Times that by a hundred. Yeah. And that's what they're racism, death, beating, all of that times by a hundred, and that's what they're going through. But for for African Americans who don't want to see this, you need to see it because we can. I mean, I I, I, look. Don't crucify me for saying this, but we can be soft. We can be soft. (laughs) No, true. Okay, very true. Very. This is a reminder that you have the blood of warriors, literal Mm. warriors, through your body. And so far, to me, it's been a celebration of the African-American spirit. You know, it hasn't been... Exactly. It hasn't felt like, oh, we're just a beaten down, downtrodden group. It's been inspirational. It's been uplifting. So with that, take your ass to work. I take that back. (laughs) Go to work and be proud. Exactly. The same way you was feeling after you saw Formation from Beyonce, Lemonade, is the same way you'll be feeling after watching Ruth. People was walking around with their ass drinking some lemonade. I was like, okay. Shout out to the uh, Beyonce cameo in um, in Roots. You know, we see Kizzy making some great lemonade. Um, and, and Beyonce, Those bright moments. Yeah, yeah, and Beyonce used a lot of uh, plantation and 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 um, you know vintage looks yeah. in her in her creative uh, artwork for Formation and Lemonade. So yeah, maybe they coordinated nice. somehow. I feel like she knew this was coming. But yeah, I don't know. I lo- I love this show so far, the miniseries. But to me, it's almost it should be called Uprooted because that's all I'm really feeling. I'm, I'm feeling this great spirit from people, but at the same time, it just seems like there's nothing that is ever whole, nothing that's constant, nothing that's constant and good for these people, and just it's kind of awful. I yeah. love that roots comes. The term where we say I want to find our roots comes from that, where people you want to find your identity, your yeah. association, where you came from. And I love how that's what the title of this show is, yeah. Roots. So it's teaching us about finding, going back and finding ourselves. Yeah. But you gotta, you got to realize this is the closest that people who look like us will ever have to Ancestry.com. I can't go on Ancestry.com and really learn much. I think it goes back maybe two or they three generations. They don't have generations. papers on. But they don't, they don't, we don't have a history. No. So you never know. You could, you could be looking at somebody who is directly related to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is the closest we'll, we'll ever get. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of being able to go back in time and know our ancestors to that point mm. in history. We don't have the luxury of that. So I think people should watch it and, and try to identify with the character. Because that could have been your great, great, great whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am. I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of this miniseries. It's been so yes. exciting so far. Oof. Before we, before we, you know, start wrapping things up, yeah. um, I do want to talk about just Belle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because Belle was so hurt, and I wonder how Belle's relationship will be with Kunta Kente as things go along. Mm-hmm. Um, because she said like. You can't take my ch- I've lost children before. And this was the last. And she said, like, I cannot lose this child. So I, yeah. I wonder if that's going to create a strain with them. And he said, I'll protect you. Yeah. He, he said, yeah. I'll promise. But yeah. there was nothing he could do in that moment when Kizzy was taken away. I mean, Man. I don't know. I don't possibly a strain. But to me, it just seems there's so much coming at them just in this world. How would you 
No, that, that's like the you top. Have, the, that's taking your child away. As a black man, I mean, you can't do anything. Your hands are tied. They might as well just tie his hands yeah. behind his back. Yeah. But, yeah, so, but I imagine Bell and Kunta would be closer because they're still facing so much from the world, mm. but I don't know. I, I am very proud of Kizzy, though, for mm. remembering the, the teachings of her father when yeah. she was in, what was his name, the farm? The guy's farm in the North wa- Carolina. The Waller farm? No, no, no. When she, you know, she wakes up in this farm and she, before she gets raped. Oh, the late Tom Lee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell she, she was remembering everything her father said. Yeah. If, if you feel like you're about to be raped, if you're going to kill him, be ready to die too. Yeah. Kizzy was ready. She was like, yo, I'm not taking it like this. So was that, yeah, let's go with magic moments. Was that your magic moment of the series so far? Mm. That was, as a, as, a, as, a, as a woman who had a father who tried to teach me everything... That was really powerful, powerful for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you never know when your parents' teachings will really hit you. Yeah. She got it at that moment. Hmm. How about you? What was your magic moment of the series so far? Oh, my magic moment. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say a moment that stuck out to me because um, the magic. I'm still kind of discombobulated from watching all of that. <laughs> The moment that stuck out for me was the part where they used them as body shields for some reason. That was just so nasty and ugly to me. When they said, don't move off of this, knowing that they were going to get ambushed. And said, you know, here's your freedom. You fight or or you you die. And these were their choices. And they used them as body shields, pretty much. Like, again, just it goes back to just property yeah i guess that just stayed with me for some reason yeah i think for me just watching kizzy contemplating killing her child to not have this Mm. life you know that's a i mean that's an emotion i I can't relate to but i can just i can see the depth of it you know i can maybe try to try to relate to that but it's just so much deeper you know yeah it's super deep and so that really underscored this time and what's really happening so Well, we've got episodes three and four. We, we'll be back with you guys uh, on Thursday, so make sure to catch up with us. Download us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Watch us on YouTube. We want to hear your comments, uh, your questions, anything you got for us. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. You can find me on social media when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall. You can find me on all social medias at Erica J. Green. Erica J-A-Y-E Green. So please join us next week. And uh, yeah, we'll next see you guys. Next week, we'll see him oh, on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> we'll join be back here Thursday. on Thursday. And we're doing a full hour. I'm coming yeah. here early. I'm going to have all my tea. We're going really in. So yeah. have your popcorn ready. <laughs> and your Kleenexes. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.